I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but that just wouldn't be our style. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. SportstownChicago.com. Lombard. Part of the P on Air Network and available on the TuneIn app. Hell yeah. Broadcast, Broadcast home for your Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Dogs. We're in a league of our own. Now, here's your SportstownChicago.com scoreboard update. I'm Brandon Janusko with your SportstownChicago.com update powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. NBA trade deadline has come and gone with the Bulls making a number of moves, none bigger though than acquiring Nikola Vucevic from the Magic. Alferez Amino was also sent over to the Bulls as the Magic received Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr., and first-round picks in 2021 and 2023. Here's what Bulls Vice President of Basketball Operations Arturas Karnasovas had to say about getting Vucevic. You know, he can score, he can score low, he can score from three. Uh, he's a facilitator. I think uh, one of the, you know, the best things that he can do is can facilitate shots for others as well. Bulls also traded away Daniel Gafford and Chandler Hutchinson while receiving Troy Brown, Daniel Tice, and Javante Green as part of a three-team trade with the Wizards and Celtics. White Sox suffered a blow this week after it was announced that Eloy Jimenez will miss five to six months with a ruptured pectoral tendon. Sox take on the Brewers today at 3:10. Cubs play the Giants today in spring training ap- action. That starts at 3:05 after falling to the Dodgers yesterday, 5-2. Blackhawks win their second straight as Kevin Lankinen posted his second career shutout in a 3-0 win over the Panthers. And March Madness Sweet 16 kicks off tomorrow, starting with Loyola Chicago taking on Oregon State. And in golf, the Masters will not be requiring fans to provide a negative test prior to entry. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. That is right. We are below the whistle. What a Friday it is. Not too great weather outside, but it's not too bad. What? He's losing it over here. What is going right, on? We've lost David. We just started right, we the show, <laughs> but we've lost him. I'm Brandon Januska. I am Tyler Buterbaugh. And you got my mic on? I do There now. we go. I forgot you. Oh, geez. Yeah, I'm <laughs> over here in the corner. Just forget about the kid in the corner. Brandon just dropped the update like it was a mic drop, and I loved every moment of it. It was great. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, David. I forgot to unmute your mic yeah, because okay. we do have a special guest in here. Yeah. But we'll go to that in a little bit. But what a nice show. Nice tease. <laughs> it's getting there. Nice tease. But what a show do we have today? We have... Bulls. Oh, man. Oh, man. Is it great to be a Bulls fan at this point? Tyler's excited. I am. I am. Hey, Tyler. Tyler. Basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo. And we got a special guest because we'll be talking about a little bit about women's sports. That special guest will be named later. And then obviously the greatest segment in all sports history. You're killing me, Smalls. And then we're going to end off the show with... What we love the most, chaos for Madness. this weekend. Madness. Sweet 16, baby. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm assuming you guys are all ready, right? Let's go. All right, let's do this. Inbounds to Vucevic. Turn around, fall away, shot. He's it. Vucevic with a catch. He'll turn. Fire. He's it. 
it. Vucevic rejects Thompson. Harkless denied by Vuce. Comes to Ilya Sova. Vucevic stops it. Woohoo! It is <laughs> most time to celebrate for that. Credit to NBA TV for those highlights. And it sure is a time to celebrate. I, I can't only imagine the dance that you were doing yesterday. Dude, you don't even want to know. <laughs> I was just hooping and hollering. The Bulls have made a big move. They just added another all-star. Arteris, I can't even pronounce his last name correctly. Vucevic. But, just uh, call him Vuk. Vuk. This, that's what they called him down <laughs> under. Vuk. Yes, yes, yes. Bulls traded away. Two first-rounders, Daniel Gafford and Wendell Carter Jr. for Arteris Vucevic and Aminu. So now the Bulls have two All-Stars. And real quick, I want to ask our listeners, what would you grade the Bulls' moves before the trade deadline? Let us know on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at BlowTWhistle1. That's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. And then I'm going to ask you guys this. What would you guys grade overall on how the Bulls did at the trade deadline? Brandon, you want to go first, or do you want me to go? I don't. It don't matter to me. I you could take this one. Woohoo! All right. <laughs> um, I, you know what? I'm gonna give him a B minus. Okay. Uh, only because I'm not sure if they may have given up a little too much with the with the draft picks. Okay. I would have maybe at the most given up one, not two. Okay. Vuk seems to be maybe the answer in the middle that they've been looking for, just from everything that I've seen. Uh distributes the ball well, has a beautiful three-point shot from everything that I've heard. He's 40% from threes. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's on fire right now. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, big in the middle, rebounds, distributes, like I said, and he, most importantly, defends, ladies and gentlemen. And that is what the Bulls needed the most. We have the scores, but they needed defense so badly and so with Vucevic that adds in a key defensive player and interesting thing I just saw is so there are four players in the NBA right now averaging 24 points a game 40 40 plus percent from three point and six plus three point attempts a game two of them are on the Chicago Bulls nice that's obviously Levine and Vucevic and it's just I told you I was going to stick with my four seed I know. As soon as it became more realistic, as soon as that trade happened, I'm like, oh my God, David's right. <laughs> like, it could happen. I am a pronosticator. <laughs> well, because in everything except for NCAA basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but so, what this does is, well, first off, can we just give a hand to Arteris that he has done more? And within those five hours of trade deadline than Paxson and Foreman has ever done in their entire career with the Bulls. Gar, I mean, pa- Gar Paxton? Gar pa- Oh, God. That was <laughs> that was a dark days. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Don't don't go back there, man. It, it's brighter, brighter, brighter days. Oh no. Brighter days. Brandon, what did you what would you grade uh the Bulls on their trade deadline? I'd say a solid B probably. They may have given up a little much, but Boston also is rumored to have had an offer out on him as well, so I don't know if they could have gotten him without the first-round picks. Uh-huh. But from everything I've heard, obviously I'm not the huge basketball guy here, but from everything I've heard, it seems like a great move, and it it could put them 
not over the top in terms of finals yet, mm-hmm. but maybe they're one soup. Maybe this brings in that one superstar that puts them there. I I totally agree. And so what I overall would give them, I'm going to be a little generous. I'm going to give them a B plus. I was going to go A minus, but Homer. B plus. uh just because tyler just gave the homer discount the homer discount just because uh with vucevic you know and you're guaranteed of what kind of player you're going to get out of him he is a two-time all-star he averages a double 20 point double double and he was arguably orlando's best player on their team even without a doubt yeah so the way that you manage that yeah they gave up two picks and then they um, gave up two players as well. But we got two players, obviously, including Vucevic out of it. And the thing is, what I like about these moves is that with giving up the picks, yeah, it stinks. But you at least you landed a player that you are you know of what you're going to get out of that player. And he's already proven himself what kind of player he is. If you, if you draft, it could be a bust. You never know, which, I mean, moving into with what's going on. Not saying Lori Markinen's a bust, but I mean, you, you obviously have seen that he's his level of performance has been decreasing, and so that's what I'm almost thinking. What the Bulls are doing right now is they're bringing in all these big men because obviously the Celtics uh, center Thace is that how you pronounce Theus. it? Last? Theus. They're bringing in a bunch of big men, and so I think what they're doing is putting the pressure on Lori Markinen. Obviously, I think Vucevic just took over. Well, Markin will probably be at the four. Vucevic will be at the five. What? No more Thaddeus at five? I mean, unless they, I mean, they might bench Markkinen with oh. how Thaddeus has been playing. He's been he's been very I very see consistent. Thaddeus at five and Vuk at four. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So Tyler, I know we talked a little bit about this earlier, but do you think this is going to lead to the end of Markkinen's time in Chicago? Do you think Lowry's on his way out? You know what? I think so. Because okay. what you get, because Vooch is gonna is long term, but with Vooch, um, you get defense out of him, and marketing has not shown the Bulls, us as fans, that he plays good defense. I think literally the only good defensive play I've seen from marketing, like one that like stands out to me, just because also is pretty funny, is when he blocked Steph Curry and the ball hit Steph Curry back in the face. <laughs> that was just a great highlight. But um, I don't know. I think if Markin doesn't step it up and play well in defense, but sometimes you can't teach defense. Some players are just learned, skilled to score, but you need some defense. You know? Well, I would also say that it's probably a little bit of the inconsistency when it comes to uh, Markin's offensive output too. One night he's dropping 25, 30. The next night it's 10. Exactly. 12. And be a consistent 15 to 20 points a day and or a game, and it'll go a long way. And the biggest thing is if we're like comparing Vucevic to marketing, marketing's not a big inside scorer. He's more of like a mid-range behind the arc. Vucevic, he can do it all. He is great in the paint. I saw a thing. He leads the league in points per game, either leads or is in third behind Embiid and um, I think Davis on points per game in the paint. So he's scoring a lot in the paint, and he leads the league in points per game off the pick and roll. So what I am picturing right now, and it's just marvelous, is just Levine, 
and Vucevic just setting up the pick and roll, and it's just going to be scoring every time. All right. So there you go. But now, do you guys think that this puts? Obviously, this puts him to play. I believe it puts him in the playoffs. And I, I think do you playoffs still stand to what sure. you're saying, yeah, David. I, I think yeah. I think four seed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with. I told you, ride or die, four seed. Especially with how uh, close in the whole East is. Like the top four. I'm pulling it up right now. It's Brooklyn. For sure, everyone is sitting like. Three games, I think you yeah. said, was the last time they were within three Hornets games. Hornets are at the four, uh, number four with 21 losses. Bulls got 24. Everyone's in between that 21 to 24 losses. And that's from four, five, six, seven, eight, and then nine, ten Bulls. Yeah. So it's up for grabs yeah, without I, a doubt. I think it definitely puts them out of the play-in tournament. I think they can just make the playoffs out right now with this move if it actually works out. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And I am just... Beyond happy that the Bulls have made a move, and I'm glad we were able to talk about it because it hasn't been great talking about the Bulls. There you go. But we have to move on, unfortunately. And But we do have a special guest here in the studio. She has made an appearance on our show for You're Killing Me Smalls before, but this time she's going to discuss with us more on Women's History Month and give her thoughts on the unfairness of the NCAA women's basketball teams compared to the men's basketball teams. And her name is going to be announced here on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com Joe's Hot Dogs has been around since 1953, but I promise it's not old news. You don't have to like hot dogs to like Joe's on Plainfield Road in Joliet. Italian beef, hot dogs, shakes and sides. My family's had a relationship with Joe's Hot Dogs for three generations. Golden fries with a tad bit of salt and the perfect amount of crunch come in a bag as big as your hand. And that's just small. For more on the menu, visit joeshotdogsjoliet.com. Bringing that classic Chicago flavor to the suburbs. That's Joe's Hot Dogs across from CVS on Plainfield Road in Joliet. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and Windy City News Radio. The Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. Maybe that was money. Tell me that wasn't money. Yo, yo, yo. Check us out. We are the go-to guys. I'm your boy, Space. I'm your boy, MC. Check us out every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. We spitting all facts, all sports, all day. Yes, sir. Who else are you going to go to in the clutch? Lillard, long range three. And 
keeping you up to date with all the latest sports news. We are the go-to guys. Where else you going to get all your sports news from? You know. SportstownChicago.com. St. Patrick's Day, the only day of the year that it's okay to not boo the Boston Celtics. I will show you mercy. SportstownChicago.com. It is a party up in here on Blow the Whistle. That's how you start a segment. That is how we start a segment. And as promised, we do have a special guest. Her name is Emily Marie Green, also known as my girlfriend, also known as her childhood name, Emma Lulu. Wow! Oh yeah, you I'm just throwing put it, it up. I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> I hate to see the repercussions after the show. <laughs> Someone's gonna end up in a dumpster. <laughs> Emily, thank you for coming on our show. Mm-hmm. Guess who's sleeping on the couch today? <laughs> oh, yes. Why you gotta put that on air? Why you gotta put yes. that on air? Yes. All right. That's what I'm talking about. But thank you, Emily, for coming on our show. And in case if you guys didn't hear before, she was. One of our callers, she called in on your Killing Me Smalls because she loves your Killing Me Smalls. Fantastic, your Killing Me Smalls. contributor with one. the Killing Me Smalls. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, one number one, number one. Numero yeah. uno. And so with this, Emily, we're going to be talking about a topic that means a lot to you. And I'm going to ask this question real quick, and I'm going to ask it to you, and then you just take it away. I know this is your first time on air, but you'll do great. Right. <laughs> so no we have seen plenty of unfairness between the men's and women's uh NCAA tournaments and what's going on with their teams. What does what do you all think of the NCAA treating the men's and women's differently? Let us know on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blow T Whistle One. That is B L O W T W H I S T L E One. And now I'm going to dish this question off to you, Emily. What do you? How do you feel? And what have you seen and know about the unfairness between how the men's and the women's college basketball teams are being treated? You know, I think it's important to remember that there's young kids out there looking up to these athletes. And I feel like as a, when I was a young girl and I was playing sports, I always thought, yeah, it'd be cool to go to the next level. But I would see professional softball players and everything because I played softball for about 12 years that had to work day jobs and then go to softball practice after. So I think that with March Madness and all of this stuff really coming to light, we have to think of the impact that it has kind of systemically on all different levels of sports and not just in the NCAA itself as well. I totally agree with that because as you can see, I don't know if anyone else has seen and we've, we touched base on this before. Um, What's been a big topic right now is that the men's basketball teams are getting more access and accommodations to them with like the weight room, practice area, and then even the lunches, and um, then what the the women are getting. And See, just- and and here's my thing. 
I don't, Emily, did you see the post after the NCAA quote unquote took care of the situation? Oh, the new weight room? With, with the ambiance to it. Like uh-huh. the women yeah. need the, <laughs> the ambiance. The dimmed light. <laughs> the blue lights. That. That. Like, like white cloth everywhere. I'm like, they made what? it look so pretty. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause that's what you want in a weight room. Yeah. I want to feel calm and cool and collected. No, no, no. I want to get my weights on boys and girls. Let's go. Exactly. I need some pumping music. I need some, you know, upbeat stuff going on. I don't want to relax. There's time for yoga. There's time for, but the one thing that got to me more than anything, the weight room in itself, not cool. No, but the difference in food. Are you kidding me? It's, It's pretty gross. That's, that's like saying you're less than a human. Yeah. And, and to me, that was the bigger faux pas let's say it then then the weight room i'm not excusing the weight room by any means but the food because you are training and you got to get yourself in a healthy stage in your body and these eating athletes, this garbage these athletes count calories yeah they count calories so they know where they're at so they know how they have to work out yeah. At this stage in the game, they're trying to be at the epitome of their health. And with that kind of food, they can't. I do want to note, there are pictures that have gone around with their quarantine meals. Where while they were in quarantine, they did get the same meals. And some of the men have been using those pictures to justify the food that the women are getting. But now that the tournament has actually started, the men have like the five-star meals. And the women are still getting their like quarantine quality food where it's just pre-packaged frozen stuff. Uh, gotta love that astronaut ice cream. <laughs> it looks worse than that sometimes. It literally looks like All, I, I mean, although Brandon yeah. could probably preach on some of that being pretty tasty. <laughs> oh yeah, in the military, they that's basically what they're giving them right yeah. now. Is what I had out in the field. It's, there's no reason for it. No. Yeah, I completely agree. And that was the that was the one that shocked me more. I I'm not condoning it, but I also like totally can see how why the NCAA did what they did that was stupid. Mm-hmm. All the weights aren't important to the girls in their minds. They're thinking that. Yeah. But the food aspect, that one blew me away that more than anything. Exactly. Absolute a joke. And then Emily, you shared something with me earlier today about the back in 2019, the men's had more was it more it was about double the budget for march madness as the women and i think one thing like the argument that i keep hearing and even having conversations about it and since all the stuff came out about the weight room i've been like researching a lot about the background and why things are like this and why they've been like this for so long and a lot of people say well it's the profit women's basketball doesn't bring in as much profit but i even have it pulled up right now when you google ncaa it says the NCAA is a non-profit organization. The NCAA doesn't make a profit. Mm-hmm. But the schools do. But when, That's that's the yeah. issue. It's yeah. the schools. The schools more are than, making profit from and, it. And the NCAA goes off of what the schools tell them. And that's the sad yeah. part about it. Because technically the NCAA and those schools can't be, aren't supposed to be for profit. I mean, the schools are for profit, but the NCAA isn't supposed to be because they're considered to be federally funded because mm-hmm. most public universities have some federal funding. I here's here's the issue. 
and, right. and, and until it happens. And this is why I've been such uh, a person to stand up and say, Hey, pay attention to the, what the women are doing in soccer. Cause they're doing it right. They're getting themselves out there. They're getting themselves noticed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be outspoken. Be a little bit cutting edge. I mean, the whole reason Rapino is name is out there is because she kind of flipped Donald Trump the bird and said, yeah. "Listen, I don't care who you think you are. I know what my rights are, and I know what I believe in, and I'm going to sit here and stand up for my beliefs and my rights as a woman." There should be equal pay, especially when the team is better than the men's team. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I trust we've had this discussion, what, three, four times now yeah. during yeah, this month times. where the women, I believe the women should get paid more than the men. As far as soccer goes, they yeah, bring in more, they bring in more money than the men yeah, do. Performing more wise and performance and all of that championship. Yeah, if they're performing more and just outright better than the men's. They deserve way more money but than I'll, what the men's are getting. I'll tell you right now, two years ago, the women's uh, NCAA tournament was way better than the men's. As far as Final Four goes, you had two, two, not one, two buzzer beaters. One to I go do in, remember that. One to go into the finals and one to win the title. It's it's exciting. And, and for that to be not even number one on the top 10 list for... Sports Center the next day. I think it was number two or number three. Are you kidding me? That's the yeah. biggest issue. Is like we've talked about it. Is the media coverage? The media that rarely ever covers women's sports, and if they do, they play it on when everyone else is tuning out, like on Sports Center or something like that. And there's so many plays that, like you said, the buzzer beaters that should make ES or Sports Center top ten, but you never see it. They put some random Joe Blow that is not even. Some routine, some routine fly ball that the guy makes look difficult. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and a big thing with that, yes, the NCAA is non-for-profit, but what it, it's also a problem with the stations because obviously Absolutely. they want the viewership and they're going to say, well, the men's tournament gets more publicity, gets more, more viewers, and so that's why they're going to do that. But I know we've said it here before, they have to accept that they might have a couple down years initially. They're never going to get the coverage. They're never going to get the viewers until they get the coverage. Yeah. So you have to start covering them, showing them on TV, on SportsCenter, on ESPN, showing the games themselves, not just the highlights, so that the fans can be exposed to it so that then they, that's how you build a following. They don't just all of a sudden have the same following. Like I've, I've even noticed it is harder to find um, the women's March Madness games being aired than like finding a repeat of the men's games. Like I'm scrolling through. I use Hulu Live Sports. ESPN. It's all it's on and it's only the marquee games. Yeah. Yeah. No repeat, repeat, repeat games yeah. before they play a women's game. Yeah. It's absolutely agree. It's absolute bogus. I, it's just totally unfair. But with that case, um, as much as I love it when we get the opportunity to bring in a guest here on the show and talk about topics that are as passionate to them, we do have to move on. Emily, thank you for coming on and talking about what is passionate to you and just talking to everyone and getting on air because I know you were a little nervous about doing this. And you apologize to her, Butterbean, yeah. for putting her <laughs> business out there. Oh, come on. It's do cute. It. It's cute. Do it. I'm sorry. That a boy. <laughs> but don't worry. She is still sticking around with us for the greatest segment in sports radio on 
the greatest show in sports radio, and you all know what it is. It is You're Killing Me, Smalls, where we just get to completely rant on sports. Let us know what made you guys saying You're Killing Me, Smalls on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That is B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. But first, let's dish it off to Brandon with a sports update. Back to your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com. Scoreboard update. Brandon here with your SportstownChicago.com update powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Bulls have added some all-star help to join Zach Levine after acquiring Nikola Vucevic from the Magic. Alfa Rosa Mino was also sent over to the Bulls as the Magic received Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr., and first-round picks in 2021 and 2023. In a separate move, Bulls also traded Daniel Gafford and Chandler Hutchinson to the Wizards while receiving Troy Brown, Daniel Theus, and Javante Green as part of a three-team trade with the Wizards and Celtics. In hockey, Blackhawks beat the Panthers 3-0 behind Kevin Lankinen's 41 saves. Hawks host the Predators tomorrow night at 7. White Sox suffered a blow this week after it was announced that Eloy Jimenez will miss five to six months with a ruptured pectoral tendon. Sox take on the Brewers today at 310. Cubs play the Giants today at 305, and while there are still a number of roster questions that still need to be answered, the top of the rotation is set as Kyle Hendricks will start the season opener, followed by Jake Arrieta in Game 2. March Madness Sweet 16 kicks off tomorrow, starting with Loyola Chicago taking on Oregon State. Here is what Ramblers champion Sister Jean had to say about her bracket on NBC Today show. Well, I have to tell you, first of all, that I had our team going to this Elite Eight this time. Ramblers will try to prove the 101-year-old chaplain right by continuing their tournament run this weekend. And in golf, the Masters will not be requiring fans to provide a negative test prior to entry. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. This is your home for sports. Red Laps! SportstownChicago.com. Take that exit and get to the Southern Cafe, home of the nasty biscuit on Roselle Road in Roselle. Get over there and try the chicken fried chicken biscuit made with the Southern Cafe's house-made drop biscuit with buttermilk chicken fried chicken smothered in country gravy topped with shredded cheddar and crumbled hickory smoked bacon. I always say that when you go to the Southern Cafe, you come out with two meals with the heaping amounts of food they serve you in every meal. I love to go to a place with outdoor seating. The Southern Cafe has a great outdoor seating area to help social distance, and I get to enjoy my breakfast outdoors. Open 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. to give you plenty of time to grab an amazing breakfast or lunch. Now get your butt over to the Southern Cafe on Roselle Road. Hello? It's speed walking day. Dorothy, you're breaking up. Did I mention we'd be slowing down when we pass the court where those fine brothers play ball? I heard that. Reduce your risk of cancer, diabetes, heart disease, and stroke. Get active, eat right, and maybe even run into Mr. Right. Isn't sisterhood beautiful? For more information, go to everydaychoices.org. Brought to you by the American Cancer Society, the American Diabetes Association, the American Heart Association, the Ad Council, and this station. Alert! Alert! Be gone, maxed out credit cards, overdue loans, suffocating interest rates, and relentless collection agencies. If your credit rating is making you and others around you cringe, there's only one thing to do, and that's to turn to the professionals at Creative Credit Solutions. Even if your credit is less than perfect, we'll help you get back on track. 
You can do it, and we can help. Call today or visit creativecreditsolutions.net for your free credit check report. Blow the whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Mondays and Fridays from 2 to 3 p.m. as we talk NFL. The game plan was really sound. In the quarterback league, it, it has been, it still is. Franchise-defining quarterbacks. College football. Will Jim Harbaugh make it through the season as Michigan's head coach? Some more Big Ten talk. And here's some things you wouldn't expect. I would have never expected that. Get all of that and more on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. That is right. It is time for the greatest segment in sports history. You're killing me, Smalls. Of all time. Of all time. (laughs) Oh, man, where we just get to just rant about sports. And I feel like lately there's just been so much to rant about. And... David, I believe you volunteered. I did. You did. So I did. I'm, I'm I, start. I, don't want, I don't want to put Emily on the spot like okay. right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. First time here. <laughs> all right. So Go, uh, Emily, go! What? <laughs> 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 all right. So let's start off with you, David. All right. At the beginning of the Bulls season, I came out and said this guy was going to have a career year. Uh, he gone. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr., dude. <laughs> what, what's up, man? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for making me look like an idiot. Uh, thanks for making me look like I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, thanks for not listening to your coaches. Thanks for being the most disappointing. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. The most disappointing player to come out of Duke since I don't know who. Oh, wait, I got a, I got a, I got a bulls reference. The most disappointing player to ever come out of Duke since Jason Williams. (laughs) Oh no, he didn't. Yes, I did. Wendell Carter jr. I am disgraced to call you a member of the Duke family. I can't believe that you just completely trashed yourself. I'm hope. Let me put it to you this way. I hope a change of scenery does you well, sir. But you made me look like a fool. And for that, Wendell Carter Jr. You're killing me, Smalls. I do remember you saying you were calling oh, out Wendell Carter. Oh, I thought Carter. he was going to have a breakout season. Breakout season. And new coach. New new gumption. He, he could still have a breakout season, just not with the Bulls. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> he gone. All right. Now, Emma, let's move it on to you. Yeah, I have to go before Brandon so he doesn't <laughs> steal mine. So on Tuesday night, the Nashville Predators played the Detroit Red Wings. And a referee made a call and... Right after he made that call, it was against the Predators. I don't remember exactly what the penalty was. He was heard on a hot mic saying that he planned the penalty, that he gave it to them on purpose, and he just wanted to give Nashville a penalty. Wow. So he's now been banned from being a referee in the NHL. And he was actually planning on retiring in a couple months. But <laughs> he did it on purpose. They just, he did it on purpose. They just kicked him out now. And <laughs> so, I mean, the, NH- the NHL said that it just makes them worried because there's so much speculation about games being rigged to begin with. And then they have a ref come out and pretty much say, yeah, I'm, this game's rigged. <laughs> that is great. So the referee's name, if I can get it to pull up here was Tim Peel. So, NHL former referee Tim Peel. You're killing me, Smalls! 
You know that mother trucker guy halfway through the season. He like, I'm tired. I'm just I'm tired. Get me out of here. I was going to retire at the end of the season. Let's see if this works. That is just great. That is great. He's just like, you know, he's like Oprah Winfrey with the, with the penalties. Like, you get a penalty. You get a penalty. Why? Because I'm out of here. I don't like months. your jersey. All right. <laughs> I don't like your jersey. I don't like your name. Why does Nashville have a hockey team anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no snow here. <laughs> that, and that was and I'm sure conversations like that go on between refs constantly. Like, oh, yeah, I was trying. This guy, I remember last game I officiated with him. I remember this guy. He was giving me heat and oh, yeah. crap for it. Behind so, the scenes, but I'm yeah, sure. That always happens behind the scenes. But you got to know where you are on the ice. Yeah, because like, there are mics they everywhere. Just cut, they cut the mic off like halfway through his sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they so caught that he it. Could, so that they, he couldn't finish saying yeah, what he was they, saying. They caught it, but yeah. They got was, enough of it. There's like, oh, dummy. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, there it, are mics. Okay, we are in the business. We are going to school to be in this business. <laughs> we have at least learned that. Don't say anything that your mother or grandmother would be disappointed in you saying because it will catch up to you yeah yeah and mm. it, i believe it was a television mic like on off the ice of so course. it wasn't his mic of course but yeah the fact that he was near a mic you know there's mics all throughout the yeah. stands and everything and, yeah, that's ridiculous that is great he just wanted early retirement uh, i think that could have been part of it oh yeah um, I'm going to switch up. I'm going to go next. Okay. Ooh, this, one, this one's kind of... Way to give Brandon a... Way All to right. give Brandon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, so this kind of goes off of my You're Killing Me Smalls from Monday. Basketball refs. But we saw this in the NBA. So remember how I talked about how that one uh, girl got called for a travel after getting nailed by the defender. This one goes out to NBA. So... Sixers and Lakers played last night. It was nice. It was at, at L.A., and they did got the ring ceremony. So, obviously, former Lakers, Danny Green and Dwight Howard, who were on the Sixers, they got their rings last night. Great night for them. Got their rings and all. And so, in the middle of, I think, after, they, after L.A. scored, they're just walking, and Dwight Howard gets shoved. And Dwight Howard just throws his arms up like, what the heck? Ref points at him, like, points at Dwight Howard that got shoved. He, you're out of the game. <laughs> nice. He, the NBA ref ejected Dwight Howard for being a bystander <laughs> and got assaulted. <laughs> I'm like, nothing happened to that other player. I forgot who it was, but nothing happened to him. Dude, you could totally clear. He, like, he was pushing his elbow, and then Dwight Howard just got his hands up, and then the guy just pushed him off of him. Dwight Howard's... It's another, You're out of, out of the game. I'm telling you right now, it's another instance of somebody won. He got his ring, so he wants to go out and party now. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> he told the ref, I don't care what my reaction is, just chuck me out the game so I can get the heck out of here and go have some fun. It's completely staged. <laughs> He's like, I'm not enjoying it here. I want to go home. I want to go home. <laughs> so just We're in me. L.A. And I just want to go home. I just want to go home. So just this is back to back with just intriguing calls by <laughs> That's basketball nice, refs. That is a nice word for it. <laughs> intriguing. <laughs> so in that case, NBA ref for kicking poor Dwight Howard out of the game for just being a bystander and getting shoved. You're killing me, Smalls! 
And that leaves us to Brandon. What you got, Brandon? We got Brandon. Right, we so gave you, did we give you enough time, Brandon? <laughs> yeah. I, I came up with something. <laughs> I'm a little torn on it, actually. Okay. But so the NFL is going to be open 100% capacity for the Ooh. NFL draft oh, with okay. no masks required for vaccinated players or teams. Okay. Okay. So I'm a little torn. I don't know if 100% is the right call being yeah. end of April. I'm, I'm all for opening things up, but you're going from no draft at all, everything virtual, to now 100% and no masks required. That's the biggest thing that gets yeah. me is hey, the fact that... Should, should, should we ask? And we have a nurse yeah, here, so yeah, we have a nurse. Should we like to hear nurse? her thought on it as well. <laughs> Emily, I looks like just from your face expressions, it seems like you want to chime in. She's just nodding her head, and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh. This could be good. I just want to think it's important to remember that while vaccinated people cannot get COVID, you can still pass it on to someone yeah. else. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. Especially being vaccinated almost feels like a superpower. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't get sick, but I can get all of y'all sick. Come on, but mess with me. All right. if, they're doing a, if they're doing 100% capacity, that's just, I don't see it being a good thing at all. That doesn't yeah. sound and, good. Yeah, again, all. I, I'm all for things opening back up. I can't wait till things open up, but end of April to have uh, everything open up and the no mask required. I, I just go. I got one thing to say, Brandon. Yeah. Money, 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 money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Definitely is. <laughs> big time. Definitely is. Because the, the NFL draft, it's a big thing. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows that. It's going to be in Cleveland this year, but now that means if it's open 100%, oh, that means Cleveland? The, the parties oh, are, no. around it are going to be full swing and everything because it's not just the oh, people going to the draft. It's, the it's a big thing, especially that entire city basically shuts down for the NFL draft. Basically, oh, yeah, really. It, that whole like thing. The streets of Miami that whole, last I'm week. telling you right now, See, this just, whole <laughs> this whole thing's gonna go down in a blaze of glory if it's in Cleveland. <laughs> See, Emily earlier said that they're talking about a third wave of COVID coming in. Oh, I yeah. think this is gonna be the start of it. Third wave, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, it definitely could be. Yeah. Well, because I think it's bad is that with the NFL encouraging. Like this, like allowing 100% capacity, no masks. That's just getting the whole city be like, oh, we're free. We're, we're yeah. done with COVID. And then, no, no. It's not over, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so to the NFL for going a little too quick, getting a little lax, a little too quick. NFL. You're killing me, Smalls. That was great. But, guys, as much as we love this segment for all the good reasons, we must move on with our show. Thank God mm-hmm. it is Friday, and thank God we have more chaos for the weekend of March Madness. Sweet 16 games. And there are so many games we believe can surprise everyone. We will tell you our chaos here on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. Longtime fans. Sports is like life. SportstownChicago.com. What's up, Chicago? If you're ever, and I mean ever, out looking for good urban food 24-7, come down to White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. White Palace Grill is open 365 days a year since 1939. I personally love the steak and egg dinner, but whether you like burgers for breakfast, steak for lunch, or French toast for dinner, White Palace is the place for you. The diner is a 24-hour urban oasis. Come now. Come later. Hey, come now in later. We never close at White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. Visit us at whitepalace.com or order with Uber Eats or Grubhub anytime, any day. 
great. Daddy, when you look at me, I could see a wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equal spaceman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion. The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Go to Lux Barbershop for the best barbers and stylists in Plainfield, Illinois. I go there when I have an important event, date, or I just want to look good. The straight razor shave will have you looking fresh and smooth. Lux Barbershop is open seven days a week. Go to Lux Barbershop for the finest barbers, stylists, braiders, and massage therapists in the southern suburbs. Check out all their daily deals on Facebook, Instagram, and LuxBarbershop.com. Hi, this is Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. Old Sport Radio with Pat Riley. The Bears, in my opinion, are not a storied franchise anymore. They are a laughing stock because of the way that they handle their business and the way that the team up north has dominated them for my entire life. Wednesdays from 3 to 4 p.m. on SportstownChicago.com. <laughs> yes, indubitably on sport. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Let's go! Good day parties, everyone! SportstownChicago.com. It's time to have faith, Layola. We going to the final four. Because you know why? Because Sister Jean has a, a faith, a faith, a faith. I got to have faith. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, yes. He's having a little too much fun over here. <laughs> you have got to have faith with Loyola basketball. And Who, Sister Jean, we ain't got nobody else in uh, Illinois to have faith about because obviously Oral Roberts isn't part of Illinois. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon, for clarifying <laughs> <Fair> that. <laughs> Stupid Robert Morris. Oh God, that was so funny. All right, that w- that was a great, a great song. You got your picks, Emily. <laughs> Flip a coin. My my, my official prediction: all the upsets are going to happen. 
There you go. I love no, it. No, 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 no. Every upset except for Loyola. Oh, except yes, Oregon except State. For Loyola. Yeah. No, Loyola, Loyola, yeah. Loyola, we can't Loyola have the can 12. go all the way. I'd be okay with that. That'd be kind of fun. You know what would have been even better, Emily? You should have been like, what's the color of their uniforms? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a basketball person, okay? Bring me in here and talk about baseball. I can go on all day long. Oh, Tyler, you're we out. We will be doing you're, that. Yep. Baseball's coming out. Happening. You're out. You're out. Yeah. We're tagging. We've got a full two segments on uh, baseball on Monday. <laughs> oh, he's already promoting. Well, let's talk, man. Let's, let's talk. talk. We got some interesting, interesting matchups coming into the Sweet 16. We really do. And, uh, and you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit here and tell you guys right now, Gonzaga, for me, is the only team that's above everybody else. Yeah, I think they're head and shoulders above everyone else. Yeah. Right anybody now. else... Except for Loyola, because they got a faith, a faith, a faith. They have they sister, got a Jean. sister Jean. Yeah, you, you can't know, beat that. I love. I talked to my dad the other day. I gotta say this, and I said, "Did you enjoy uh, Sister Jean's prayer?" And he goes, "Oh, you mean the pep talk?" I said, "Yeah, the pep talk, not the prayer. That <laughs> the was not a prayer. Yeah. That was that no, was that was talk. not a prayer. That was a pep talk. <laughs> yeah, I and, love every moment of it. And I, I didn't have time to play the full quote during the update, but she did predict them for the Elite Eight. But she said she." predicted them to the sweet 16 last time in 2018 when they made it to the final four. So she said by predicting them for the elite eight, that means they're definitely in the finals. Oh, oh I love that. Yeah. Hey, we believe about manifestation. in yeah. this <laughs> Do we or do we not? That we do that we do. So that being said, I think there's a lot of games that could go either way. I, I see Gonzaga pretty handily taking care of Creighton. Yeah, I agree. The I totally USC agree. Oregon game is such a toss up because USC handled them so badly the first game, and then they came back and uh, Oregon won by like two, was it? Or did USC Oregon win against Iowa? No, or, or USC. Against USC. USC. It's it's oh, a Pac-10 yeah, it rematch, yeah. and I believe their first matchup. USC just destroyed them, and then the next game was like a two-point game. So that one could go either way. Michigan, I think, will fall. That, that'll that be one of my ones going out. I think they will fall to Florida State. Okay. Uh, then we come to Brandon's favorite. Yeah, <laughs> he has been preaching UCLA ever since they knocked out Michigan State. Ever <laughs> since they knocked out Michigan State, saying they are better than an 11 seed, and I can't deny that fact. I can agree with that. So They're better than 11 seed. Would for sure. I be shocked if they beat Alabama? No. I mean, that would just totally kill the rest of my bracket. Yeah. I mean, I that, have Gonzaga in the finals, but I, Alabama's my other final no, four. No, if, if Alabama loses, that kills my entire. That's my championship right there. Illinois, okay, Bama, yeah. that's gone. <laughs> <laughs> One more. Whoops. If, Zaga, that gives me one hope that I have one team in the final four. Yeah. And then you go over to the south bracket and you have Baylor Villanova. I think that'll be a tight game. Nova. All right. You got Nova. Drew Gwillem, if you're out there, Baylor's overrated. Nova's going to win. Drew Gwillem. Uh, Baylor's gonna lose. Is, He's is he a Baylor fan? Seriously? Well, he picked Baylor. To when, win when, it when all? Ex- no, but to, for the final four. Oh, really? When we were doing oh, our our picks on X Bomb, he was taking Baylor over over Nova, and he didn't like when I said Nova I had I had Baylor. One. I had Baylor as the number three, number one seed. Uh, they would have been the third best team in the country to me. Okay. Uh, I didn't have him over Illinois, of course, or Gonzaga. Uh, but with Michigan losing that one of their stars, I had them over Michigan. But I I wouldn't mind seeing Villanova win that. Oh I, heck no. And then you have Arkansas Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts. 
I would, not in Illinois, by the way. Not, not in Illinois. Not in Illinois. Yeah, thanks, Emily. Yeah, let's just let's just poke it even more. All right. Yeah, yeah who, that's great, Robert. Who, who would, who would say, say that? Such shenanigans on. <laughs> For you those know, that missed on it, air. they're in Tulsa. Oh, they, they are out of Tulsa. Just <laughs> stop already. Okay. Tulsa, Illinois? I, <laughs> ah, there it there is. There it is. <laughs> I will say this much. Uh, Arkansas had a tough time handling Colgate. Oral yes. Roberts okay. yeah, they did. does have a primetime player on their team who has not been stopped yet. I don't think he will be stopped. Now, it's whether or not that... that 40 minutes of hell shows up that Arkansas liked to play, that showed up with Colgate when Colgate was handling yeah. them pretty well. Uh, if that happens, it's Arkansas. Uh, but don't, don't sleep on Oral Roberts for sure. Uh, Leola and Oregon State's a foregone conclusion. They've got God on their side. So there's that. And then you have Houston and Syracuse. And for me, at least, I think Houston is one of those teams that no one's really talking about. Mm hmm. But they're good. They are really Houston. I've, really I've been watching them throughout good. the season. I had them in the Elite Eight. They said that this might be the most talented Houston team since Vice Lama Jamma. Really? And that's saying a lot. That's, yeah, that team was that's good. That's Clyde Drexler. That's Akeem Olajuwon. That's, yeah, you're talking big that, time names oh, yeah. that came out Legends. of that. Yeah. So for them to say that that's the most talented team since that team, pay attention. Leo will still beat them in the lead eight, but it doesn't. <laughs> that doesn't really matter. Oh well, matter. yeah, they will. I mean, they're they're going to the finals. Sister Jean versus Joel Olstein. Who's gonna win? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. There's a great picture of Sister Jean, uh, photo face photoshopped with uh, Thanos, <laughs> oh, and she's got like, snaps. and in the uh, in the little gems National that he Tider. has. They, the stones, it's like all the teams that they've beat. <laughs> that is amazing. It is a great picture. That is amazing. I want to make a poster and get it up <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, we need to. So who do you guys have in your Elite Eight? Or I, in now, elite. now, oh, wait, there'll be Final Four by the end of the weekend, right? Yeah. No. Uh, Monday, yeah. Tuesday is Elite Eight. So it, tomorrow and oh, Sunday really? They're is doing Monday, Sweet Tuesday. 16. Oh, yeah, Monday, Sweet 16 is Friday, Monday, Tuesday Saturday, is Elite Sunday. Eight. Oh, so we'll get to talk Elite Eight. All yes, right. we so will. we won't give our final four. Not yet. Not, not, yet. not yet. Not yet. All right. All right. Uh, all right. For me, do you have any upsets? I, I don't even know if you can call any of them upsets. Not except for well, Oral Roberts, there, Brandon. Oral Roberts, think. Kevin <laughs> O'Banner, thirty points against Ohio State, twenty-eight points against Florida. He's a stud. He, he is, is out a there. Stud. Look out for that guy, he's, Oral Roberts. He's going to be that guy, like Steph Curry was for Davidson. Like no yeah. one had heard of him. No one had seen him until the the conference tournaments, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Who is well, him, this guy?" He's the guy that I compared on Monday about people comparing him to like Ja Morant. How I, man, Morant, still, I still don't know if you can do that, but Ja is unreal. Yeah, Ja's unreal, but it it only it only takes you getting on a run. Yeah, it, yeah. It, so you're sticking with Oral Roberts, huh? Oral Roberts. That's your upset? <laughs> <laughs> Oral Roberts. I'm, I'm taking Syracuse over Houston, too. Really? And UCLA over... Uh, you think, I like UCLA, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how how bold I want to get You think Bayheim taking his kid out for ice cream after that big old game he had <laughs> and inspired his kid to drop another 25? I'm sticking with what I said. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All my, right. What about you, Tyler? My upsets. I mean... 
I've said it on Monday. I just want all upsets, but not all picks, all except for Loyola. But I think my upsets is going to be, I mean, you can't really call Florida State an upset against Michigan, I don't think. But you know what, Brandon? I'm hopping on the train with you. I'm going Oral there Roberts. It is. Oral Roberts. Just because how Arkansas started off oh, with Colgate. Oh, you guys are going to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're calling it here. We're calling it here. Uh, just because of how Arkansas played up against Colgate, or yeah, yeah, and how they started off, it was it was bad. But then Arkansas came back and won. But if Oral Roberts can just stay in that, just keep it close and stay in it, I think Oral Roberts could make the upset to Arkansas. And my elite eight. Are we doing elite eights? Go ahead. All right, I got Zaga and Oregon in the West, Florida State, Bama in the East. Nova, Oral Roberts in the South, and obviously Loyola and Houston in the Midwest. All right, Brandon, you want to go real quick? All right, Zaga, USC, Florida State, Alabama, Nova, Oral Roberts, Loyola, Chicago, and Syracuse. Okay. You know what's funny? He's been talking up a certain team all week long, and he doesn't even pick them. So guess what? I know. Gonzaga, USC, Florida State, UCLA, Brandon. I do like them, but I I like them. He sold me on them, and then he backs off of them. Jeez. He's trying to save his bracket. Um, I'm going to go. (laughs) That's what it came down to. I'll go Baylor, Arkansas, uh, Loyola, Houston. Okay. All good picks. Let's let's see, boys. Let's see how we do. Let's see how we do. You, you don't even want to <laughs> try. Wanna do, you don't want to do flip picks. coins. All I know is Loyola better make it far. There we yeah. go. There you go. There they go. can't have Sister Jean carrying that team for forever. Yes, <laughs> Sister Jean, we trust. Well, unfortunately, guys, we're gonna have to call it a day with this show. As much as we hate when it ends, we love it. Should should I tease them about Monday? We can yeah tease them about Monday. We we got another special guest on Monday. We do. We actually yes, do have another do. special guest on I'll Monday. Just, I'll just call him Mini-Me. Mini-Me. <laughs> it is true. So if you guys figure that out, you know, <laughs> you know how he relates with David. <laughs> but with that being said, Emily, thank you for hopping on our show today. Thank you, Emily. Thank you guys for having me. It was a blast. I was glad you had fun. And it's much better than just calling in, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, up next, stay tuned. We got the Injured Reserve. They're a great show. Listen to them. But... Don't forget, if you guys did not tune into our show today, don't forget you can find us on Spotify and Anchor, Blow the Whistle, and follow, give us a follow on our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at BlowTWhistle1, that is B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. I am Tyler Buterball, along with David Dykstra, Brandon Janoska, and Emily Green. And we are the Whistleblowers. Have a good one. <laughs> This is your home for sports. This is the best fans in the world. No, no better team. SportstownChicago.com. Are you ready for this? Valley View Automotive has all of the hottest SUVs you've been looking for. Enjoy a test drive and the opportunity to drive one of these powerful vehicles off the lot for half the price. Yes, half the price. Now's the time to get yourself to Valley View by car, on foot, or even by air to take advantage of this outrageous sale. You better get here quickly, because this promotion is only going on for 24 hours, and the automobiles are leaving the lot faster than you can say four-wheel drive. Valley View Automotive, a dealership you can depend on.